Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Collapsed Minds. Collapsed Minds has released their second full-length, Abyss. This one, you don't want this. This melodic death metal band has all the goods, and here is my interview with Collapsed Minds. Hello, my friend. Hi. I apologize for my inability to read. No problem. <laughs> I had just finished uh, polishing up for the interview, and I wanted to look back at our messages, and I saw the parentheses after 8 p.m. that would be 2 p.m. my time. And I'm like, oh, my God, I missed it already. <laughs> no problem. It was just 20 minutes. <laughs> well, I wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me, my friend. That's not a problem. It's nice. How was hmm? how was the recording process for Abyss? Yeah, you mean from for for the Abyss album? Yes. Yep. So we actually started um, last uh, autumn um, and recorded everything in our home studio. And um, once we were satisfied with the results. Um, he sent everything for mixing and mastering. So it was mixed in uh, somewhere in Germany and mastered by Jens Bogren in uh, Sweden. So you might know Jens Bogren. Uh, if you mm. already heard something from Aaron Moth or Solberg, you should have heard something from Jens Bogren already. So he's uh, actually quite quite good, uh, talented master engineer. And he did our mastering of the, this episode album. I wanted to ask you about the song The Undying. If you could tell me about how that came to you structurally and lyrically. <laughs> True. Uh, so uh, The Undying is actually uh, uh, instrumental, right? <laughs> so there's not really lyrics in it. Um, but we, we actually started um, a song and we were not sure if, if we want to have lyrics on it or not. Um, and we, we just played around and, and we decided that this song could even uh, work without lyrics. And we just tried, and, and that's that's how it came out. And uh, Beast of Prey is another one of my favorites. I wanted to ask if you could uh, talk to me about the intro to that song. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the, the Beast of Prey um, was uh, created by our, by our former um, guitar player. Um, and uh, for that respect, we, we, it's, it's actually quite old one. So it was created um, already some years ago. Uh, and when, when we, we created or uh, um, uh, recorded uh, these songs for this album, we decided on, hmm, should we, should we bring it in? And we actually like it. Even if it has a different tuning on the guitars, which make it um, a bit hard to play it live, uh, but still it, it brings a little bit more different sound to the whole album. That's why we decided we want to put it in. Um, and for the intro, you mean, that's ex exactly um, an interesting part because it's just the reverse. It's reverse of the song for a specific part. And we just played around and said, hmm, that's, that's sounding, sound, uh, sounding interesting. We just want to keep it like that. Yes, it definitely gathers your attention at the beginning of the track. Yep. And uh, speaking of being on the road and playing live, I wanted to ask you, um, what songs uh, do you plan to take out with you? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Thanks. Uh, so basically, of course, uh, the tool that we also released the singles, so Cyber Eternity and Fee Thousand mm -hmm. Void, um, that, that for sure will be on the set list. Um, 
we are now recording a second uh, video uh, for Villain in the Mirror that will be also uh, will be played live then. And um, for the others, actually, actually we play almost all except for Beast of Prey and the Quarantine, <laughs> where we actually have uh, guest vocals in it. And I wanted to ask you, as far as the album artwork and the artists involved, um, who did you contact for it? You mean the the artwork of this album? Yes. Yep. <laughs> so that that's actually um, we we played around. So just uh, I want to explain it a little bit further. So um, our lyrics uh, um, themes or topics are around um, the the modern upcoming stuff. So we also in, in include some some AI artificial intelligence ideas on how that could evolve and work in the past. That's uh, the lyrics of Cyber Eternity. And in order to kind of complete uh, the whole uh, storyline, um, we also thought of how, how, how could we use uh, AI to create the artwork. So we had something in mind. We had something in mind where we said we want to have an abyss, um, but more, more not, not like an, an, an old fashioned abyss where it's just like, like stone and, and, and dark, but we wanted to have some, some modern um, uh, abyss where we also have some city involved somehow. So the abyss, um, Within a city, or you're actually kind of not alone in a city. That's that's how a city is actually working. A lot of people there, but it still, it could be a personal abyss for you, and that's what we wanted to put in. And we just uh, used uh, some AI tools to create some uh, uh, mockups to just, uh, create some um, starting point for the artwork, uh, and tried uh, different prompts, and that's how we derived uh, uh, the artwork as it is right now. We had to do a lot of post processing, of course. Um, but the, the main idea was to, to bring this AI technology stuff that we also have as part of our lyrics and use it for the artwork. And speaking of AI and the theme of the album, I wanted to ask you, you know, um, right now the um, movie industry is uh, using AI as prompts for writing scripts and um, creating. Do you, do you feel a sense that one day AI will be the major tool of artists to create? Yep. So you actually uh, uh, said it correctly. It will be a tool. So it will not replace the artists, the, the visual artists. It will be more like a tool they could use uh, in order to get uh, uh, the results better and the results faster. And mainly the results will be faster. Uh, that, that's my feeling. Um, so I don't think AI will replace the humans, especially the artists behind all this visual stuff, but they will use the tool or tools based on AI a lot more and uh, we will get uh, faster results. I mean, it, it's the same uh, as it was before. You, uh, instead of an artist, you just ask for, I want to have an, an artwork that is looking like that. Then the artist is uh, uh, hiding his, in, in his place and trying to design this artwork, coming back and say, what do you think about it? And then you say, mm, do this and this differently. And again, he's hiding in this place and doing this stuff other. And, and it's an iteration process. And in, in AI, it's just faster. You just type in the prompt, you get instant results, and you can uh, modify your prompt again and get new results. So the, the process, the creativity process is actually the same. It's just a tool that is speeding up the process. And I wanted to ask you as well, um, if you could give me a band history and how the band became a reality. Yeah, we actually formed 2009, so quite a time ago. 
um, in the beginning, we, we mainly played some, some cover songs, System of Down, In Flames, so what would you like at this time? Um, but uh, already thought of, hmm, it doesn't fit our style. We have we're not a style of all of us, so we try to create our own songs. Uh, and then that's kind of uh, over time, we um, did some songs. In the beginning, it was just a few of them. And uh, that we released our first album in 2017, mm-hmm. first full-length album, some demos and EPs before. And now we released our second one um, just uh, a month, not, nearly an, a month ago, so 13th of uh, June this year. And a big, uh, in the meantime, of course, uh, we had uh, to, we played a lot of uh, shows, mainly small shows, uh, almost 70, 80 roundabout, uh, mainly in um, Germany, south of Germany, uh, Austria. I also wanted to ask you, Phil, if you could talk about your personal journey in music. At what age did you begin? Yeah, that was actually the last year of the kindergarten where I, where I started playing piano. So that, that's actually my main wow. instrument. <laughs> um, I learned it for uh, 13 years. Um, but uh, um, and, and it's, it was kind of my the, the baseline of, of music understanding I still use today. Uh, because I do all the, the um, synthesizer programming uh, and so on and so on in our uh, music. Um, but actually, as you know, I'm, I'm the sting of the band. So I started with that actually when we, we um, decided to do Columns Minds back in 2009. Um, and I was more focusing on, on the singing parts. Uh, but I still play uh, on my own um, a little bit of piano sometimes, depending on the mood, of course. <laughs> I also wanted to ask you, the name Collapsed Minds, is that a, in a way, a representation of technology doing the thinking for us? Mm, that's actually a good question. Mm, I do, do even do not correctly remember how we decided on it. This was a decision uh, just in one of the band rehearsals we thought of, ah, we need a good a good uh, a name and then we decided on it um, however we picked up uh, this this kind of in, in our theme so we have um, um, it's more like if you have uh, some some crazy minds so someone is actually ill the, the mind illness kind of we, we picked up um, and also playing around it with our um, in our shows I don't recall the English word actually for um, um, what I wanted to say, sorry about that, <laughs> but we picked up oh, the okay. ideas here. And along your musical journey, what would you feel has been the best advice that has been given to you along the way? Mm, I would say have fun with what you do. <laughs> so there, there are a lot of bands, there are a lot of good bands actually. And um, it's not worth it uh, just to, to say, I need to be the best because it's really, really hard to be the best. It's just about have fun with what you're doing. Um, and as long as it's fun, just do it. And um, people that are actually listening to the concerts or attending the concerts, listening to the music, will um, hear if you have fun. And that's, that's the most important part we have. Sure, and I think that uh, also um, one thing that I, definitely get from album is a great concept and great ideas it provokes you to think of the future 
and what is actually going on around us because uh technology is advancing in great leaps and um you know like for example i process potato chips i cook potato chips and one day there may be a machine in there that'll cook them far better than i can and uh you know, it's very thought-provoking to see where we are coming. And it's, sometimes it's almost, uh, for an older gentleman like me, it's a scary thing. You know, it took me, I know when I started this podcast, it took me to forever, forever to figure out how to set up links, how to like send the link I sent you. And all this technology stuff is just amazing to me because you know i dialed i had a rotary phone as a child (laughs) you know so now we walk around with a computer in our pocket all day long yeah that's true so so, so for me i'm uh, coming more from the it perspective studied uh, computer science so for me it's kind of daily business working with this stuff. But actually what we're talking about, we, we did a song in our last album, uh, Messiah 4.0, where we actually kind of had that the topic about that machines are replacing humans. Uh, and in the process of, of these machines replacing humans, uh, the remaining humans will just have the feeling I need to work faster because the machines are working faster. And that's kind of just mind blowing. And that's what we put in the uh, um, lyrics of Messiah 4.0. We also have a video on YouTube, um, a lyric video where we can uh, just have a look on it. Yeah. And Phil, I wanted to ask you in working with computers, do you feel that uh, a sense that AI, you know, that people should have a remote fear of AI taking over things? I mean, um, AI is evolving quite fast. Uh, however, there are borders, there are boundaries uh, which are not yet uh, uh, kind of, uh, or there are boundaries that will prevent such AI to to overtake a lot of other things. And and that, that's kind of still. This, this, I mean, for, for example, if you have uh, again the example of the artwork, if you do not put some interesting thing in or prompts in, you will get just shit, right? <laughs> or something right. that's just the same as another picture because it was not really learning something. So, I mean, still, um, I, I see it as a tool, a kind of uncontrollable tool because uh, regulation needs to, to uh, set uh, certain uh, boundaries for that. Uh, but it's, it's for me just a tool. And I also wanted to ask you, um, What's the best way to get merchandising from a band and a physical copy of the album? And also, will it come out in vinyl? Um, yep. So uh, we have, we have uh, T-shirts uh, and some patches in stock. We have also the old uh, album on stock. The new one, there will be vinyl, um, but it's currently under production. And uh, the delays in the production is, is kind of... You cannot imagine it. It's will some t- it takes some time. I hope we uh, time we I hope we can get it um, in November December. So uh, from there it should be available on vinyl, and there will also be um, um, available on CD. Um, we teamed up with um, worldwide um, distribution uh, label uh, just um, 
recently. So the announcement on it will, will be um, just, I think, tomorrow or the day after tomorrow. And uh, from the Bandcamp side um, of this label, it will be available. And also, I wanted to ask you, lastly, if you could give a message to your fans, what would that message be? Uh, visit our concerts, of course. <laughs> Not just a joke. Um, I mean, um, we are glad that uh, some other like our music. <laughs> and uh, that that's exactly the inspiration why we do music. And um, of, of course, we do it for our own to have fun. But there's more fun if someone is listening to it and actually enjoying it. Sure. And, uh, you know, you, did, you are right in saying come see us live because... The best way to support the bands you love is to go see them, buy their merchandise, buy the album. That's how you support bands now. The bands aren't getting contracts that are blowing minds to do albums now. And uh, it's very important to support the bands you like. Yeah, that's true. And not only listen to Spotify because uh, the rates are quite low. <laughs> Yes, very low. I can attest to that. <laughs> but uh, I also wanted to ask you as well, uh, were there tracks that didn't make the album and uh, are there already uh, groundwork laid for the next one? Um, not yet. So we are, we are uh, now satisfied with this uh, album release, uh, and we now focus for the next, uh, probably next year, just to get some concerts, uh, touring, and so on. Uh, and for the next album, that's 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 future. <laughs> that, that's not concerning me now, right now. Well, that's that's more than enough to keep you very busy, my friend. Yeah, true. I hope that you have a great rest of your day. It's been a pleasure speaking with you, and once. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.